We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Kate and Abby Show. We are back finally after a extended break for the month of June because I was on a writing retreat, a virtual writing retreat, and a lot of you guys joined me for that adventure that was super fun, but now we are back with the podcast and we have some exciting updates to give you guys in this episode, which we're going to dive into in just a minute, but... We thought we would do something fun today because this is the 100th episode of The Kate and Abby Show, which is hard to believe that we've been doing it for 100 episodes, 100 weeks, um, which is really exciting and fun. So we thought we would do something a little bit different this time and make it something fun. So we are doing, we're focusing this episode on how well do we know each other? We're going to play a game. How well do we know each other as sisters and writers? So I prepared some questions here that Kate and I are going to ask each other, and we're going to play a little game and see if, see how well we know each other as writers and sisters. And whoever gets the mo- most points and is the most correct at the end wins. I don't know what we win. We don't win yeah, anything. We, we, we just, just win the glory. We win the satisfaction. <laughs> the satisfaction, for sure. So yeah, that's what we're going to do today. We thought yeah. it'd be fun to like just do something. Yeah, do different. something, quiz each other on our creative writing and like how how well we know each other's writing habits and all that stuff. A hundred episodes in, it's been an amazing journey and we have you guys to thank for that because we wouldn't be here today without all of you who yeah. joined us every single episode and give us such amazing feedback and just the incredible community that we've been able to develop around the podcast and all of us just cheering each other on, helping each other out and having an amazing, fun time in this community of writers. It's just been absolutely fantastic and we're so proud of this little community. <laughs> we're so, it's it brings us so much joy, I think. Yeah, so we want to uh, first give some updates, I think, in the beginning of like our our own writing projects. Yeah, because we've been doing a lot in the past month. Yeah, it's been a busy summer. Yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about what you worked on on the writing retreat? Because I mean, that's big. Yeah, well... Even though you can't say a lot about it, but... (laughs) I know. Well, I talked about it a lot on my channel. Um... In my recent vlog and it was it was a interesting journey because at first I was focused on a different book and then I kind of pivoted my focus and started working some heavy duty rewrites on a different book and it's it's coming along good I'm happy with the progress I've made and there's still a lot to be done but I like the feeling of you know taking the time to really make some good significant progress on a project um so a lot of you guys joined me for that writing retreat and it was cool to see you guys make progress as well um and kate is in the process of publishing a new book yeah i'm in the process of publishing the last book in the follow-up duology um that's kind of connected very much connected actually to my series the blood race and it's the last 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 book 
that's related to that series. So it's like kind of bittersweet, but mostly sweet because it's been an amazing journey and I feel like it's time to like close that chapter in a a satisfying way and move on to some new things. And I'm really excited to share this last story with you guys because I'm so proud of how it came out. It's an incredible story. It has just all the things I love in it. It has, you know, romance, mystery, action, adventure, lots of nature-based vibes, spooky forest, the whole nine yards. Everything I love is in this book. I'm really proud of it. I'm really stoked to share it with you. And if you want to stay up to date on that, you can sign up for my mailing list, which I'll link in the description of the YouTube video version of this podcast. If you want updates about when I'm going to release it and stuff, all of that is still yet to be announced. But there's also going to be an audiobook version coming out too, which I've been super happy and stoked to work with Podium Audio to do the audiobook for this book. Um, so it's it's been fantastic. It's been such an interesting journey and um, it's going to feel really good to have the last book out. Yeah. Because Abby and I are also working on a co-write of a new series, a new thing. So that's like such a new journey because we've been like separately doing things in our own respective author careers for years now and on our respective YouTube channels and now we have the podcast together and it's like that next step is we're finally publishing a book together a series and it's going to be such a new adventure I'm so excited for it yeah so I I wrote a lot of that during Abby's writing retreat Yeah, and I'm looking forward to writing uh, more of that as well as summer goes on. So as you can probably tell by this point, Kate and I have been super busy with a lot of different writing and publishing projects. And so because of that, during this summer, we are going to be shifting the schedule of this podcast to be twice a month instead of once every Monday. So keep an eye out for new podcasts every other Monday. And in the meantime, Kate and I will be working hard on our respective writing projects and our co-writing project. And we're really excited to share more about that with you guys. But as you, as you know, if you're, if you're a writer and an indie author, it requires so much time and attention. And so we want to, we, we don't want to, um, cut that time short on our on our writing projects and publishing so we're going to be putting a lot more time into that a lot more focus throughout the summer and excited to bring you guys new content valuable resources every other monday yeah and as you guys know i mean it's me and abby just just the team of two doing it all here so it's really important to us that every time we sit down with you guys that we're bringing as much value to the table as possible and serving you guys in the most beneficial way we don't want to just be oh trying to squeeze in an episode here and there just to have you know more content it's it's quality over quantity with us and it's always, always, always been like that. We want every time we show up to this table to chat with you guys to be full of value. And as you know, I think especially we've been thinking about that more and more hitting the 100th episode. It's like, wow, you know, we've come so far. How can we continue to really bring you guys the the most value and serve you in the most positive way possible? So it's going to be fun. And we have we have books coming at you guys that are going to be so cool to share with you finally because you guys have been part of this whole co-writing listening to us talk about the co-write and listening to our updates and stuff yeah it's very exciting i can't wait to share more with you guys about that so let's dive into today's episode let's dive into the game yes the game <laughs> um i'm gonna cool. take a 
pen, I think, because it's going to be easier for me to write with a pen. Okay. So we're going to go through this list of questions, and some of them are, like, about writing. Some of them are about, like, being sisters and just for fun stuff. So I'm really excited to see, like, because I feel like we know each other so well that we're going to, like, totally ace this. I also feel like a lot of our <laughs> followers, our, our, our listeners, are going to be able to guess some of these two. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, so, I feel like a lot of you guys are going to get so many of these. Yeah, right? <laughs> so so while, we're, while we are writing our answers for each other, um, you guys listening to this right now should uh, see if you can guess the answers as well. So <laughs> let's dive right in. <clears throat> First question, what is the first story I ever wrote? Hmm. So don't say it. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> okay, okay, Write okay. it down and I'll try to write yours down and see if I can remember. Okay. Um, I should have probably thought about this beforehand, but... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've, We've written so many things. It's hard to know what the first, first thing is. I've had so many people ask me, like, you know, what was your first book? And it's like, well... It's hard to really define because yeah. I'm going to like, I'm going to kind of, because I remember so many like of the picture books that we used yes. to make as kids. So I'm going to kind of like dismiss those. Right. I'm going to say like the first real like story. Okay. So, all right. Well, so then think, that kind of changes my answer then. Okay. Well, then cross it off and start over. <laughs> <laughs> this will be interesting to see if I'm right. Because I, I kind of have two answers. Because I know what mine is. Okay. You, you <laughs> like, know what I yours is? I do remember. <laughs> uh, like what, what your first book was? Or yes. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to yes. reveal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got it right. So yeah, you got it right too. Some sort of mystery. Okay. It was a mystery. I, I can't remember what it was called. It was some sort of mystery story, yes, wasn't it? Because it I, was. the and mine mm-hmm. was a book called The Three Cousins Mysteries. And I actually wrote like five of them. They were so good. The main characters were myself, Abby, <laughs> and our cousin. And it was so fun. Yeah. I loved those and stories. It was really fun. I, I wrote like five of them, I think. I think there was like five yeah. books and they were actually a decent size. You should publish those someday. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> I think I was 11. Oh my gosh. That was 10 so or 11. Cool. I think That's I might so have cool. been 10. Mine was, I remember it very specifically. It was a mystery. It was a fan fiction, really. Was it really? A fan fiction story of the boxcar children. Okay, I thought so. I was wondering that. I'm like, it was either the boxcar children or it was some, it was like a spinoff, but the same thing. Yeah, it was the boxcar children. And I was like, just, I took the characters and I like wrote a story about them because I loved that series growing up. Yes, we, we, that we were raised on those books. Yeah. The boxcar children were the okay, best. Okay, so we both get a point then. I didn't have like a point system, so I'm just going to write it down here. Okay. I'm going to write down Abby and then K over here. And we'll just make lines for each point. So you got it right. I got it right. Okay, next question. What is my greatest fear as a writer? Okay. So I think I know yours. Hmm. (laughs) I don't even know mine at all. (laughs) (laughs) like the long si- the long silence okay ready yep <laughs> <laughs> that it will be too long <laughs> yeah accidentally deleting your book yes yeah i am very scared of that like accidentally losing the file yeah I, I, so i'm not a very tech savvy person and 
I, I know how to do a few things on the computer, but when it comes to saving things and where it shows up in files and how files seem to sometimes duplicate themselves, I'm not sure why, and like where your internal hard drive is and all of that I find very confusing. And so usually I'm asking Abby, like, Abby, can you come watch me save this file so that you know where it is? <laughs> like so often because I'm so afraid that like the book will accidentally be deleted. Yeah. A piece of writing will accidentally be deleted and it will be just a travesty. Honestly, I think I think I'm scared of that too. I think every writer is scared of that. But yes, you're correct. My other fear that I always talk about is like, oh, I'm afraid this is going to be too long. Yeah, you always say that. <laughs> like every time you're like, oh, I'm afraid this is going to be too long, whether it's like a chapter or the whole book or both. Yep. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I just, I'm so long-winded and then I just get nervous about it. Okay. But it's always good. Three is which word or words do I overuse when writing? Mm. Oh my gosh. That's a hard one. I know yours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't that obvious? Um, let's see. There's several that you overuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can think of one for wow, you. Wow. I must be good. Yeah. You're very good. You're a great writer. <laughs> Thanks. You are too. I was. I didn't mean that you weren't. I <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, I think there's uh, oh I was thinking of one earlier hmm. this one's the hardest one yeah is it really I know yours I feel bad now because I'm like oh she really overuses this word but you know you catch hey, it wait is it just a word or a component Um, a word or okay. like a phrase okay <laughs> she thought of it now <laughs> Okay. A phrase or a few words or whatever. Got it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Language. Yes. You you really like that word. I do like that word. Slightly Language. in a long moment. Yep. Yeah. Slightly. A lot of your characters do things slightly. Yeah, which now I've really like I feel like the editing process that. really changes you a lot. <laughs> because yeah. like you start noticing those those like okay i use that phrase a lot that that's what that's part of the beauty of editing your own work because yeah. if you just have someone else edit it or you kind of just like quickly go through your book and you don't take a lot of time to notice like okay what what words am i using too much what types of phrases am i using too much um yeah. you won't get familiarized and you won't be able to get better so it's it's good to do that and to be honest and upfront with yourself and even make a list of like, okay, what's my vocabulary? Because every author has a vocabulary of words that they like using. And it's good to just take stock and see what do I tend to repeat sometimes and how can I change it up? So I think that's a really valuable practice. Yeah, it is for sure. And if you can't like self-observe very well, asking your beta readers this would mm. be a good question too. Like what words do I tend to overuse um, and see what stands out to a reader? yeah and but um that was i, I couldn't i was hard pressed to think of one for you but i know that that word's like kind of a funky word and you like using yeah, that one usually, usually, usually like you, you notice the words that are more um unique yeah when they're overused right exactly it's like, oh i don't hear that a lot right. and you hear it over and over again in this yes. one book okay uh this one might be difficult for you because i know you don't read a lot but who is my favorite author okay i think i can guess yours even though you don't read a ton yeah yeah i think you know who mine is 
I hope I do. Okay. If I don't, it'll be like really bad. Did you do the points for our last one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> C.S. Lewis. Jane yes. Austen. Yep. yep. Jane Austen yep. is correct. We know each other really well. We do. We're going to so totally C.S. win. C.S. Lewis is absolutely my favorite author and my favorite book, as many of you guys know, I've said it many times on the podcast, is Prince Caspian. Caspian. Absolutely. Favorite book and favorite film of all time. And I also love C.S. Lewis's other writings. He has a lot of other interesting fiction and nonfiction, and he was just so, such a good writer, so entertaining, so interesting. Thought, yeah. Thought-provoking work. Yeah. Really yes. good. I agree. I love C.S. Lewis as well. And Jane Austen, of course. Everyone knows I love Jane Austen. Everyone probably guessed that one for me. Number five is what genre do I hate? Mm. <laughs> What genre do you hate? I feel like we both hate the same genres, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like... Um... <laughs> um, I thought you were... Although, you know, you're, you probably... Actually, I don't know. There's really not too many genre, I feel genres. Like, okay, that I feel like okay. I know the first like. one for sure, but I'm not sure about the second one. Okay, so I'm just mine's kind of for, like a this slash measure. that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both share I that. I did it too. I, I, so space I have adventure. Done. I feel like you don't really like space adventures. I don't that much. like space adventures um, that much. I have down for Abby sci-fi slash space opera because I, I think you don't really <laughs> yes, like don't. sci-fis that are like going into like no. lots of technology and I just don't find it interesting. Also anything that takes place in outer space. Yeah, I just am not really that drawn to it. Yeah. I mean like I like some of the Star Wars movies, but it's kind of for different reasons. And yeah. I've never been someone who's super into the Star Wars movies. Like yeah. I've watched some of them and I find them interesting, but it's mostly for different reasons, not for the fact that it takes place in outer space. Yeah. Even though I've always liked Star Trek. Yeah, I've always liked Star but, Trek too, but it doesn't have the same like addictive quality for me as other genres. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like just stuff that takes place in outer space. That's kind so of. funny that we both. Yeah, <laughs> and space. horror. Yeah, yeah Abby has down for me horror. horror. I don't like horror. I don't like horror either. That's like one genre I definitely don't ever read or like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> uh, number six. This one's very specific to us, of course. What is my favorite BBC masterpiece drama? Mm. Yep. So a lot of you guys know we love BBC Masterpiece. We like almost exclusively watch that only. <laughs> they yep. just make so many good dramas. Just it's it's hard for me to even like it'll be hard for me to even say if what you write is true because I love them all so much. I know. That I almost like have to rank several of them on the same level. It's, it's yeah. so hard, but there there is one that always comes to mind. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Paul Dark. <laughs> Paul Dark and Sense and Sensibility. Yes. And Abby yes. has down for me Jane Eyre. Yes. Jane Eyre is um, the mm. 2006 version done by BBC Masterpiece is, in my opinion, the most superior adaptation it of is. Jane Eyre, and I absolutely love it. It's I've perfection. watched it many times. Mm. It's really, really well done. Extremely well acted. Beautiful writing and costume design, set design, filming. Just everything about it is immaculate. It is. I agree. And, and, and Poldark, Poldark is fantastic. You, you guys... heard Abby talk a lot about this. She's used it as examples in some of her videos as well, which a lot yeah. of you guys will remember. Superbly written series with lots of good story examples of 
main character arcs and eternal com- internal conflicts, <laughs> eternal conflicts, that too, that too. and good <laughs> villains. Like, talk about good villain crafting. Mm, Polar does it absolutely perfectly. Yeah, it does. You guys need to go and watch it. And Jane Eyre. And Sense and Sensibilities. The, the BBC version of that, in my opinion, is absolutely immaculate. Yeah. Just not to mention there's so some... So good. Like, some of their newer stuff, too. Like, All Creatures Great and Small. Yes. And we oh, just finished yes. watching Miss Scarlet and the Duke Season 1, which was fantastic. If you guys so like good. mystery, really, really good. So Masterpiece just covers a huge variety of genres. Yeah, and they just do it so well. excellent writing. Excellent <laughs> writing. Excellent writing. Whether you're writing a novel or a screenplay. Oh, my gosh. Such good examples of dialogue and scene structure. All of it. Really, really good. Yeah. Well worth it. Before we descend into just fangirling over masterpiece, uh, next one. <laughs> what is the strangest thing I've ever researched for writing? Hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. This I one's going to be a little bit tricky because your researching process is not necessarily like uh, something you share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or want to share. Um, I'm going to guess. Hmm. <laughs> or want to share, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I, I have mine, though. Oh, do you? For me? Yep. Wow. Okay, I'm scared. <laughs> I feel like um, the our listeners are going to think this is funny for you. Oh, man. I don't know if I can think of one because I don't really know what you research. <laughs> I don't really you, do much you, research like, write at fantasy all. fantasy so often. I kind of just make everything up. <laughs> but I'm going to guess. I research a few things here and there. I'm trying oh. to think of what the last thing I researched was. I can't really think of it. I don't even know. I'm going to get this one wrong. Okay. Because I don't know. One, two, three. Repairing dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> Injuries slash poison. Yeah. I don't know. Do you ever like research stuff like that? Maybe not. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Yes. I feel like I failed that one, but you yeah, got no, it. I, I, I feel like I was closer. <laughs> Because I don't really know what you research. Yeah, I don't research much. That's I, like, the thing about fantasy so many writing. Weird Abby things. researches a lot more things than me because she writes about things that are like complicated, like that I can't write about unless I know. Uh, writing, repairing dirt bikes, or flying airplanes, or fill in the blank with something like complicated piece yep. of machinery, which I usually just skip that or make up my own machinery that no one else yeah, knows. That's helpful. It's a fantasy machine, so I can make it be repaired or work or function however I need it to without having to deal with someone later being like, it doesn't work that way. I know. That's that's <laughs> one of my greatest fears. It's yeah. like, that's inaccurate. Yeah. You Which know, you can so. always get you can always get beta readers and yeah. and readers that are like well versed in that thing. Yes. So yeah. That's helpful. I, I intend to if I ever publish those stories. <laughs> Ooh, I'm winning. Yeah, you are. You're one step ahead now. Yeah. Okay. Who is my favorite composer for film soundtracks? Oh, okay. And and or like if your book was a movie, who would you want to do the the soundtrack? You know mine, I know. So I know wow, Abby. you just rolled that down like really quickly. Yeah, before um, Abby was even finished talking. Okay. <laughs> oh man, okay. I have to I have to think of yours. I think I think I know yours. So a funny story before we reveal what Abby's is. Um, I know that um, me and Abby discussed, she showed me this um, on her little Spotify wrap-up thingy, whatever that's called, that Spotify sends you some list at the end of the year telling you what you listened to the most. And um, she was in, for this composer, they're like, congratulations, you're in the top 1% of the people on the planet who listened to this composer the most. Top half percent. Half percent. (laughs) It was unreal. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. 
Okay, I'm cheating. I'm writing down three because I can't decide. Okay. You know it. Thomas Newman. Thomas Newman. That's the one. Um, Abby has down for me Hans Zimmer, Steve Jablonski, and Daniel Pemberton. Yep. It's probably in that order, too. So <laughs> yeah. that's that's really that's really good. Yes. I love Hans Zimmer has just such a a diverse range of scores. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's just it's like hard to even recognize. Like, like I can this recognize... never ending treasure trove of music. Yeah. It's I can, amazing. I can recognize a lot of composers by the sound, but usually I can't recognize Hans because he's just like so diverse with every soundtrack is so different. Yeah. But sometimes I can like the like the ticking clock that appears in a lot of his music. Like oh yeah. A little back backing track of like a, a ticking clock. Right. Usually is an indication of Hans. Yeah, Abby's someone's really, really Hans. good at picking out composers. Like I can turn on pretty much any composer and Abby will be able to be to name who it is. But so. yeah, Thomas Newman, I am I am the ultimate fan of Thomas Newman. I feel like I listen to Thomas Newman more than Thomas Newman himself does. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably love, true. Love always music. always listening to Thomas Newman. Okay. What was my favorite childhood movie? I think we have the same one. Possibly. <laughs> I, I'm trying to There's think. There's so many. But I, like... I know what mine was, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Okay. Well, There's if, so if many. you think it's the same one, now I'm really curious which one you think it is. The one that we were both so obsessed with. Okay, I can't give you the, the clue, but there's a story behind yes, it. Yes, I know. Okay, that, okay, is that the one? <laughs> okay, yeah. it has to do with Hans Zimmer. Yes. Okay, yep. Spirit. <laughs> Spirit. Me and Abby yes. were very, very obsessed with the movie oh Spirit. Stallion I'd of still, Cimarron. I love yeah. that movie. It's a really, really, really well-written movie. Such good themes, such good story. Yes. And such a good soundtrack. Yes. Like Hans Zimmer and, and Brian, Brian Adams. Adams. Perfect. Name a more iconic duo. <laughs> Name a more iconic duo. Okay, so the story behind it is that when Kate and I were kids, we would watch this movie so much and we would rent the VHS tape from, from the local video store. Yep. And we like renewed it so many times in a row that the guy at the video store eventually just gave us the VHS tape. Like you really we, have like spent fifty dollars renting spend so much money just like ten dollar VHS tape. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he's so, like here. That's the story time, childhood story time. But we we love that movie. Yeah, it is really still good. to this day. I yeah, used to listen to the soundtrack. I was listening oh, I to the soundtrack too. this morning. I do too. And and there's also a French version of all, yeah. like Brian Adams has, a, he did the whole like score, the whole soundtrack yeah. with him singing all the songs in French, which is just nice. Yeah, I remember song. listening to that. Yeah, That's so good. That was very good. So yeah, definitely. Um, if you also loved Spirit growing up, tell us in the comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're getting down to the last few questions. Where, this one's kind of fun. Where would my dream house be located? I feel like we both have the same answer too. Yeah, I think this is going to be... Actually, you have an option. I have an option for you. Oh, really? I have mine. Okay. (laughs) Cottage in England, yep. And for me, Abby has England or India. Yes, absolutely. Those are the like two of my favorite places. Two of the places I haven't been to India yet. I've always wanted to go to India. I am constantly 
looking for like films and books and just anything that has to do with Indian culture, I absolutely, I absolutely love. And I really look forward to eventually going there one day. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, you know, I, I would love to, I, I also love England. I've spent some time there and just absolutely fell in love with the coast. And I'm like, either one of those places, I would be more than happy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I've definitely, I haven't been to England, but I would love to, I would love to live even a small we were, amount of time in we a cottage also in were raised on like british literature yeah. and film and we really only watch british television and like yeah the, we're like the british classics we're we more love... familiar with like <laughs> yeah. british things than american things yeah. which is kind of funny and we've had a lot of like we've been able to connect with so many like British creators online too that yeah. are like we can connect with more in some ways than like American creators because it's like we're more familiar with that yeah it's you funny. know what I mean it's like just, even when, when I went there it felt like home I'm yeah. like uh, everything's so familiar yeah exactly even when I'm writing I'll like I'll use a lot of British phrases and stuff I know you do too yeah because there's I hear it so much in all the movies and video and like tv shows we watch and then I'm like wait I have to think of an American equivalent because that might not like not everyone editors like oh this is only applicable in britain i'm like really i use that all the time yeah exactly (laughs) so it's difficult it's difficult okay last question last one what is the one thing i love doing and you hate doing that was not a hard one this was definitely not a hard one (laughs) I'm curious to see what plotting and outlining. We both throw plotting and outlining. So uh, I love outlining. Katie hates it. Yep. And I feel like in the vein of like other activities and stuff, that would be surfing for me because yeah. like I don't like surfing at all. And, yeah. And you do. Yeah. Abby loves plotting and I do not like plotting or really outlining or writing down anything so yeah. and and yeah and then like surfing which is like such a different <laughs> it's totally so different, different i know yeah abby is like surfing abby did try surfing once and i feel like she will try again in the future but yeah we'll see <laughs> that remains to be seen but the one time she did try surfing she did really well but she did not enjoy it i don't know if i'd call it really well i like wiped out many times yes and- but and then afterwards she's like well that's the only time i'm ever doing that yep. i i so. gave it a good try i i stuck it out for the whole session yep you did and, uh, it was impressive <laughs> there was big waves that day too it, they were big waves and i was just like oh this isn't for me Reading, reading on the beach reading on the beach definitely oh reading is another one that i feel like i love and you don't like oh yeah i mean reading's reading okay but it's like i like listening to audiobooks a lot yeah. better than yeah. reading like on long car rides i love listening to an audiobook well that counts is it because it's not it reading it's listening yeah. it's I like know, no but... different than listening to a podcast really yeah but still you still have to put in the time to digest the story that's true. So. well i never do unless i'm like uh, stuck in a car <laughs> like it has <laughs> to be a long works, commute know? but yeah it it is fun i do like listening to audiobooks 
So in conclusion, I feel like we both know each other extremely well. And <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think that's even more so because we work together as well as spend a lot of time together um, just in our daily lives. And actually, when I was when I was looking for like sibling questions to ask each other, I was like, wow, these this must be for like siblings who haven't seen each other yeah. for like dozens <laughs> of years because I feel like I just know you better than yes. I know myself because we see each other every day. So I feel like we know more about each other respectively than like anyone else knows oh, yeah. about yeah. either one of us. I feel like we spend more combined hours with each other respectively than any other person yeah. on the planet. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true, which is cool. Because like we've, special. we grew up together, we would always play together, homeschooled together, you yeah. know. Writing like together, writing There's careers, no getting away from me. Together. Yeah, exactly, I know. And like even to this day, we write together like almost every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Traditions. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's uh. that's it. That's it for the questions. Hopefully you guys enjoy listening to this episode. Um, we hope that you enjoyed it. We had fun playing this game together and uh, hope that you enjoyed watching it. Um, and definitely tell us in the comments below if you guessed any of these answers accurately. We'd love to hear from you guys. Also, share with us your writing updates. We'd love to hear what you're working on. And definitely stay tuned for more content coming your way soon. Also, we have a website coming soon for the podcast. Yes. That's so in the work for that. So it'll be a place for you guys to be able to find different places to listen. If you're curious, like what other platforms, it's, it'll be like an easy little springboard for finding those. Um, a great and way to share. Yes. And also to write to the show. Yeah. If you have so suggestions, you ask questions for um, podcast episodes. Yeah. Contact us. Um, send us nice letters. Yeah, <laughs> or questions nice or topics that you'd like to see us cover because yeah. we want this to be really interactive you guys mean so much to us so we want it to be easy for you to contact us um in addition to the youtube comments section yeah so keep an eye out for that that's coming soon we will definitely alert you guys and post the link around when it is live um thank you to our patrons for supporting this show and keeping it going we so appreciate your love and support over there if you get value out of this podcast go to patreon.com slash the kate and abby show and help us keep this show alive and free of interruptions we will see you guys in the next one until then stay stoked and rock on